Hey friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I had a really fun conversation with a life coach recently and she's a friend of mine. This wasn't really a professional consultation though, maybe it should have been, but we were talking about how to, uh, she used the word buffet. Like, well, how would you buffet a person in order to encourage them away from, say, poverty thinking. And she was using language like, if somebody's head is still in the wilderness, but they're they're actually in the promised land, how do you buffet them in order to make their mindset shift? And I was like, oh my goodness, wait, what do you mean buffet? Like, really, what does that look like? Because especially for the people that I am very close to, I have no idea really what it looks like to buffet them in a way that would be um, loving, life-giving. I feel like I'm pretty good at exhortation and encouragement, but the buffeting part, yeah, no clue about that. And, uh, And she said, well, what was it like for you to disagree with your parents? And I was like, well, I don't know if I ever did. I mean, (laughs) so she's like, oh, so you're very compliant. (laughs) And I kind of chuckled about that because I guess towards authority figures, I probably am a very reasonably compliant person, though I do try to exercise non-compliance in situations like um, at the airport, I always opt out from going through the scanner just because I feel like, no, at times it's good to say no. So she said, well, what are your narratives around compliance or strong willedness? And, you know, I thought about that. And there's a family I know that it's like the, the more compliant children were the ones who walked with God and the less compliant children were the ones who fell away. And so I mentioned this to her and she was like, oh, so for you, compliance equals holiness. And I wouldn't have put it like that until she said it. But there is an element of feeling like, oh, I probably do equate those two things in my own mind. But then, so I was, I was like, oh, Lord, I think I feel, I think like this, but that's not good. And I have been thinking a lot recently about the children of Israel and how naughty they were, how very, very bad. And, uh, and so there's a part where if the Lord looked at them in all of their wickedness, their rebellion, their idolatry, their sexual sins and whatever else. And he was just compliant toward them. Like, oh, that's, that's not ideal, but oh, well, that wouldn't actually have been loving. And instead what the Lord did is he called to them and said, you need to change. You need to change your ways. And so he did buffet them, but that was the loving thing to do. So I was thinking about all of this. And then my friend said, well, you do realize that discomfort is not actually always bad. And I was like, oh, tell me more about this. And she said, you are not anybody's peace. The the Prince of Peace gets to be their peace. And so if you have a conversation with people or you have a discussion with them and it's uncomfortable, they get to bring that to the father and deal with it themselves. They get to actually go to him for their peace and not to you. So yeah, Lord, I give this 
your name would be exalted. I'm asking that you would be glorified in our lives. I'm asking, Lord, that our minds would always conform to the mind of Christ and that as we fully recognize that Jesus uh, was not, I don't ever think of him as rebellious, but I also don't think of him as compliant. I just think he was holy and he was truthful and he was righteous. And so, Lord, we want to be holy, truthful, and righteous as well. We recognize, God, that you're, the foundations of your throne are righteousness and justice. We want those to be the foundations of our lives as well. So thank you for who you are. Thank you for the ways that you transform us and change us. In your precious name, amen.